Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Growth Hacking Show for business coaches and consultants. This is a podcast for you to discover new business growth campaigns directly from the trenches. I am Ed Rich and I interview business thinkers and thought leaders about their successes, failures and business. And most importantly, what's working now in their business. Hey everyone, Ed here again. Today we are going to talk about something magical. And this is a craft that all of us carry with us, within us, but we never, or or I should say the ingredients of this magical portion that we are going to talk about, uh, which is words that sell, we all carry it within us, but we just don't combine them in the right combination to, to make different um, recipes or, or dishes out of it, uh, in, in other words. So today I have in the studio um, my good old friend, Arfa Saira Iqbal. Hi, Arfa. Hey, Ed. How's it going? Awesome, awesome. So for those who are new to us, Arfa is a social response copywriter, one of the best in the world. And now it sounds like a big word, uh, let me start with Arfa. What is copywriter? So basically, copywriting is salesmanship in print. So it's writing words that sell your products and your services. That's it in a nutshell. And a copywriter is somebody who does that. And anyone can really learn it. Um, you know, some of us have made a complete career out of it, like myself. Um, but there's it's one of the, I would consider to be one of the key skills that you need as a business owner. Like if you're, you know, any type of business that you're in, I don't care what it is. If you have to use words to sell your product or your service, whether that be in a brochure, whether it's on a website, whether it's through emails, you need to understand the nuances of copywriting. And even if you understand the basics, you'll still do a half decent job and you know obviously if you want to get maximum uh, impacts you go and hire a copywriter yeah that's interesting um here's what i believe i don't think everyone needs to master copywriting because that would be total distraction from creating the impact they want to create on their um clients uh, yeah. however as you're saying um it makes sense to understand how the words come together. The words that are in your mind, you don't have to put them together, but like how the words in certain situations play together to get a certain response. And hence, in today's world of social media, we also call it social response copywriting. Yep, yep, definitely. I mean, I've been... Uh putting out uh, content and then having calls to action, which is basically you're asking people at the end of that piece of content that you're writing to take some form of an action. Um, and when you do that, it's eliciting some kind of a response. Um, sometimes you don't even realize this, but even if, like, let's say there is like some very controversial topic going on and people are discussing it on Facebook or wherever, wherever and you're making, you've made a comment that has elicited some kind of emotional response for people. You know, you always see those comments, don't you? And what's really interesting is you'll see people 
joining up, literally queuing up to respond to this person because they're so they either agree with that person or they highly disagree with that person. And it can really, really go. It can make that post even go viral. Right. Um, Whether you realize it or not, but you are um, using some form of raw emotion or basically uh, some sort of persuasion, (laughs) whether it be negative or positive, to try and get across your point of view. And it's created a reaction that's strong enough in people to get them to respond. So you don't even realize that you're doing this. But, you know, a lot of people, they do do that naturally anyway. Right. And, you know, it's fascinating. Yeah. And the art of using written words to do that is again called copywriting. Now, here's something um, I would like to share that when I was starting my journey in the digital marketing world, one of the words that kept me confused for a long time, and in fact, even before I started my digital marketing journey, I actually hold myself from going in any marketing direction because I was afraid of um, so-called magic craft, uh, which was seen like that, at least in my MBA, uh, of copywriting and the word that kept me confused was the word copy itself what is copy in a nutshell it's anything that's designed to sell so i i think people get really confused i know when in the past when i've worked with clients people think that copywriting is the same as when you copyright something to protect it, like intellectual property. Um, and I'm like, no, that's not, that's not what it is. <laughs> There's an R-I-G missing there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> w instead of W-R-I, yeah. it's R-I-G-H-T. Yeah, exactly. So there's that one. And then the other one is like content, right? There's a huge difference between copy and content. And a lot of people, actually, when you speak to them, they don't understand the difference between the two, right? So in a nutshell, content is designed to educate or inform, whereas copy is specifically designed to sell, right? That's all you need to know, like literally the difference. Yeah, I mean, there are some overlaps now and they have always been and there's something called, um, uh, what was it? Uh, when, you know, the tractor company used... Uh, a magazine to or articles uh, that's how it started i think john dare uh, started it uh, native okay, advertising okay. for yes. example yes so advertising there there is a mixture i mean even though it started uh, probably a century ago uh, yeah. copy and content mixed together but yeah. it's seen much more common in fact it's now a norm and yeah. social response scenario let's talk a little bit about that okay yeah so basically with native ads um native content is really designed to do two things it's designed to help position you as an authority someone who actually knows what they're talking about um is designed to also uh, educate and then it has that subtle influence of getting people to take that next step with you Um, And you know what, it's actually, if you're a coach or a consultant, you're listening to this, it's actually a really powerful way for you to start showcasing how awesome you are and how awesome your stuff is by dropping value bombs, right? So you've got to have it 
obviously you, you've got to start with basics, right? You've got to be in front of the right crowd. Okay. No point in uh, just putting some really awesome stuff on Facebook when you actually have the completely wrong audience. Um, so one of the strategies that I've been using to pick up uh, clients and actually been doing it quite well is dropping value bombs in, uh, you know, uh, targeted Facebook groups that have my ideal clients in them. And I've actually picked up several clients from there. Um, but what I do specifically with them, simply because of Facebook rules, um, you know, everyone's got their own group rules and that people don't like you promoting in their groups. I leave off the promoting element. So I don't have, a, I try and avoid having a call to action in there. I might put in the odd time that, look, if you want any more information, you can send me a PM, but I very rarely do it. It's only when, you know, it's something that's, uh, you know, really uh, difficult or really, what's the word that I'm looking for? I say, look, I'm a copywriter and even I get stuck for words sometimes, right? But sometimes when you need to be giving a lot of information you know, and you want to try and explain it a little bit further, a bit more detailed, but you've only got so much space that you could do it in, yeah. then that might be a place where I might say, listen, if you, you know, this is actually quite an in-depth topic. If you want to learn more, you know, I've got some resources and, you know, hit me up if you're interested in, in, in having them. Um, that's probably the only time that I would do that. But most of the time, all I do is just like drop value bombs. And um, the, the idea being that it's, designed to get people to sit up and take notice like this person actually knows what they're talking about right um yeah. and if you do that enough and you're doing it in front of the right crowd you will start to pick up traction even better is if you start your own facebook group and yeah. your ideal that remind me to remind you of yes. uh, or, or remind all the audience of the uh customer of our workbook we have in our uh, toolkit um yeah. So you can just download the PDF and, and uh, see all the categories. You can collect the information about your customers and uh, uh, like basically categorize it in a way that you can document it and pass it on to every person in your team. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. that's in the that's toolkit. That, that's free, by the way. So yeah. don't forget to go to booksmind.com and download the toolkit. Excellent. Excellent. Awesome. So, yeah, so as I was saying, native ads have been around for a long time. But I think what's like really cool, like I've seen this done in magazines um, where especially because I, I read a lot of like girly magazines and stuff. And, uh, you know, you'll, you'll get these um, beauty brands that will publish what looks like an article. Yeah. But actually, it's a pitch in disguise, right, for the latest yes beauty products um and i've seen this done really successfully so it looks like a part of the magazine it doesn't look like an ad right because obviously if an ad looks like an ad everybody knows it's an ad yeah. but if it's like content um and it's basically trying to sell something it's a lot more subtle and it's less in your face you know one thing that people need to understand is that people love to buy but they don't like being sold to yeah. so if you try and avoid that whole I'm being sold to or making people feel like they're being sold to. And rather than that, actually focusing on giving value, yeah. that's where I feel you will make a huge difference. And that's where you'll see a huge difference to your own bottom line as well. Yeah. I mean, I'll give you an example, very recent example that I'm going through some um, immigration um, uh, application process and I was taking help from some immigration advisors and my case was a little bit more detailed so I needed kind of advice on 
um, let's say layer three, if layer one is everyone else, uh, layer three kind of a deep advice. Uh, and I called a couple of people and they promised that they can help me with that. And I went on their office or ha had a call with them, even paid options. And it turned out to be they were all trying to do was every one of them uh, was trying to upsell me without really or making me feel satisfied yeah. of the first reason why yeah. I went on a call in the first place. Yeah. So what okay, they yeah. failed to do was give me a feeling of confidence and capability that I can do that yeah. even with their help. And this is the difference. Now, I am here. I'm willing. I'm here with money on my hand. I'm even paying money to get the certain kind of information or value out of it. And it's it's not that difficult. I mean, in the end, I'm going by my own. Like, I'm just going through all the documents myself and figuring things out by myself. It will take probably a day or two more. Uh, these people have been doing it for years. It's a piece of cake for them to, to oh, yeah. give that kind of value but instead, what is happening is I am seeing instead of buying from them, I'm being sold to and I'm yeah. not buying yeah. from them. Even when I'm ready to buy for yeah. so a solution for that problem. And this is this bring me to the core philosophy that I have observed and developed so far about marketing, which is it's not marketing. It's relevance that counts. Marketing yeah was probably an old time but in today's time with everyone with so many options and permutation combinations and overwhelming choices it's relevance relevance that counts and relevance is the difference between exactly i'll stand here and say like go ahead and download the customer avatar worksheet for free from toolkit go and download it yeah. and you have to go to booksmind.com now, if I'm saying this to you and you have nothing to do with your customer, yeah. that's your being sold to, being pushed to. Otherwise, yeah. if you're you're on a daily basis are looking for a way to put your customer in a box, like in a time of, <laughs> it's a funny way of saying it, but in a category, yeah. uh, then, then it's relevant document to you. So I'm not like in that case, it may sound I'm selling it to you, the idea at least, if you're not relevant, but if you're relevant, I can bet that it's not a sell. Yeah, well, no, because people will listen to that and they'll be like, oh, hold on a second. I actually, that might be something that I could uh, need help with. That might be something that I actually need to use in my business just to get those kind of results. And again, you know, that the whole relevancy thing is just like, it's so, so important. Um, you know, speaking of which, actually, it just reminds me, I have a friend of mine who, you know, she's got... Um, uh, a business that's been well they've been in business for several years now and they got to the point where because it's a husband and wife team they got to the point where they actually needed to bring a copywriter on board okay now just listen to what happened to them because I feel like this is there's a very important lesson to be learned here for everyone um they went and hired someone full-time on their team ended up paying I think it was like 35k or something for the year to have this person um, write copy for them. And this person wasn't able to sell a single thing, not one single thing. Like there was no return on investment from this person's time. Now imagine as a business, you spent 35K um, to have somebody 
on your team that is designed to bring in business for you because using the right words, because they're using the right words, right. supposedly, right? And what happened was, is when I had a conversation with her, um, she said, and this is, she admits this is her own fault. She said what we actually hired was a content writer who'd done a copywriting course and thought that they knew how to write copy. And she goes, clearly they didn't. They didn't know what on earth they were doing. Um, and she said, I feel stupid now because actually what I should have done is I should have asked for samples up front. I should have asked for um, results. And I should have been able to see that if I spend X, my return is going to be Y. That's why somebody hires you in the first place, right? right. You're there to bring a certain result. But what really shocked me is because she knows a lot, like her, her, her knowledge on marketing is very in-depth, but she doesn't know anything about copywriting. And actually, most business owners don't even know what the word means, right? And hence what happens, and, and here's the point to all of this, when you're actually hiring someone to write copy for you, you've got to be very careful that you haven't just hired a content writer because there's a lot of content writers out there who call themselves copywriters and they're not. And that I really... fell in that trap myself many times. Yeah. I, I personally, when I started out, because I've been doing this like nine years now, when I started out, I did a couple of copywriting courses. And when I went and got myself trained up by a mentor one-on-one, because -on -one, I got trained up by one of the, top copywriters in the UK and he, he mentored me for an entire year so I had a, a, a hardcore professional um, personally mentor me for an entire year literally scrutinizing every single line of copy that I wrote and the difference between doing that spending that time and investing um, to have this amazing training by my mentor compared to what I'd spent to do these courses that are like self-taught it was the difference between night and day, right? There's no comparison between them. And this is the thing, like, I always tell people, like, when people say, oh, yeah, it was just, you know, we're going to do such and such a course, and it's like an online course, I'm going to learn copywriting. You know what? That's great if you want to learn it for yourself. But if you are hiring somebody to write it for you, please don't go for someone who's just gone for a, you know, gone through a, a course. That's it. You know, don't do that because... If you're doing a do-it-yourself course, there's nobody checking your work. There's nobody checking to make sure that you're doing it right. And then you have incidences like what's happened with my friend where you end up hiring people who you think is a copywriter, but actually all they're writing is content. Um, so huge difference. Between Here's the, the challenge. for, And I have fallen into this myself yeah. many times. I mean, uh, I have a long history of working with digital marketing and I've done my own fair share of adventures. And uh, the challenge is that if you are going and taking or bringing in a copywriter, how do you know yourself that that person is a copywriter or a content marketer? How do you know the difference and what things to look for? Even if they provide you with the samples, case studies and stuff, like how do you know what to look for in those case studies? How do you differentiate a content from a copy and a good copy from a bad copy and a mediocre copy and all those things? Yeah, this is actually a really good question because what a lot of people do is they'll just say, oh, could you send me your samples? And then you'll send your samples and because they themselves don't know what they're looking for, they'll just look at something, they'll read it and they think, oh, this reads really well. Oh yeah, I'll just have you on board then, you know? 
Um, and that's a very different place from, okay, uh, can you show me examples of uh, campaigns that you've worked on? What were the conversion rates? What were the click-through rates? You know, and, and uh, what was the return on investment? Massive difference between the two. Massive difference between the two. I have got one client, one private client, who um, she herself, she said, I don't know a thing about copy. But she is a content marketing manager. So she, she writes content. She does marketing. And what they had was they had a, a show. They do a show every single year. Um, and it's a massive show. And they get like literally like 10,000 people through the door. It's a huge show that they do every single year. And she said one of the challenges that they had was selling their sponsorship packages. Anyone who's ever done a trade show will know that, you know, exhibiting at a trade show, A, is extremely expensive. But then B, what bumps that expense right up is the sponsorship packages, right? And that's how, that's actually how uh, these show these shows make a lot of money off the back of off the back of them because of sponsorships, right? And she said, we've always had a challenge. We've been in in business for like 10 years and we've always had a challenge selling our sponsorship packages. And she goes, I've had a stab at rewriting them. And she goes, still not working. I can't seem to sell them. So anyway, you know, she got me to do it. And three days after publishing it, they sold out of all their sponsorship packages. Because typical sponsorship packages which are being sold looks like this. Um, Gold package, platinum package silver package uh what do you get uh one poster here one banner there three mentions in the booklet uh and that's it (laughs) something like that that's exactly what was in here it was so funny that you're saying that that's exactly what her document had so it was all features zero benefits like if i'm going to be exhibiting at that show and i'm a potential buyer right? I'm someone who's a potential customer for this. And I'm looking at this, there was absolutely zero way for me to understand how any of that was going to make me money. And you know, people think like, if you're a business owner, and you're about to buy something, you have to think 10 times before you whip your credit card out and start making, you know, purchases, which are like 5k, 10k, they are not small purchases, not like buying a book, you know, for a tenner, right? That just does not happen, right? So people have to take their time to go through the material and understand, okay, what am I getting? How's this going to help me? How much money am I going to make? And if you haven't articulated that clearly, then they're not going to make a decision, right? And so, that was the difference. Like, you know, the 10 years they'd been running the show and they'd always struggled to sell those sponsorship packages. I went in there, literally, it was like a couple of days work for me, rewrote them. And she said, in three days, they totally sold out. And she, when she saw me, she gave me the world's biggest hug. And she said, honestly, she goes, I had, I, I, I'm so excited. She goes, I cannot tell you. She goes, I just love what you've done because of this reason, right? That's the difference between a content writer and a copywriter. Okay, copywriter, is designed to do one thing and one thing only, and that is to make you money. That's it, right? If they are making you money and they understand their numbers and they understand how, like, okay, they might have paid me X amount, but the amount that they got back in return, they literally got more than 10 times the amount back in, actually, it was it, it was more like 20 times uh, return on investment. So however much they ended up paying me, they made literally more than 20 times back what they paid me. Awesome. This is the power of copywriting, guys. This is like a magic potion once more. Uh, it, it literally sounds like or feel like, and in fact, it's the nearest thing to magic we can think of. Like you scribble something 
on paper or anywhere else, somebody's vision saw that and it triggered some imagination in their head, excited them about their future possibilities, and then they take out their card and pay you cutting. Hi. <laughs> was what I think what the key message um, really in, in this particular um, you know in this particular show really is to help the listener to understand that there was a huge difference between the content and copy and why the copywriting is so important in fact um, I saw a post from Gary Vaynerchuk on LinkedIn actually and he was talking about the four different types of people that you need in your business right um, and so, yeah, like, yeah, he mentioned a creative person and, and there was a couple of other people that he mentioned, but the one thing that he wrote in there, which like immediately made my ears prick up is the fact that he said that every single business that is serious about growing needs to either learn copywriting or needs to hire somebody that can do it. Right. And so if you think that, um, if you're struggling to sell your stuff, I would really urge you to look at everything that you're doing and realistically like try and think of it try and have that sort of clinical detachment from your stuff and think about it in terms of if you were your ideal client would you want to buy your own stuff and actually if you're brutally honest with yourself and you don't have a clue about copywriting it sounds nice but okay that's about it it sounds nice does it make you want to buy it probably not right um so unless you've actually learned elements of copywriting you know your stuff is probably at best it's going to be okay it's going to be average it's not going to sound like oh my god like this is like the best opportunity ever and I've got to have this right this is why copywriters charge uh, a lot of money right and I would say that every single business owner out there if you're not in that position to hire a copywriter because not everybody is definitely take some kind of a course for yourself and at least try and learn the basics for yourself right yeah i think it also helps that even if let's say you hire um a copywriter uh such as arfa and uh or anyone uh for that matter you need to know what to first give them instructions that what, what do you need clearly in order to give them instructions it will help if you at least know the color of the water in in, in which you know these people swim and uh and 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 even though you don't speak their language, but what the outcome you realistically can expect from these people. And then they will take over from there on. Yeah. And um, and I would say, before you talk to anyone else, talk to Arfa. She's the best out of like dozens and dozens of copywriters I've worked with. She's the best I have ever come across. And oh. I would argue uh, that she's probably the best social response copywriter in the uk as of today so guys uh cool so we are coming to an end and thank you very much arfa for your value bomb today and um i would like to remind you guys about the the toolkit go to booksmind.com and that will take you to the toolkit you just opt in get the toolkit there's something called the um, customer of our workbook. Um, I think that's a great place to start, um, start your journey into copywriting, even if you have no clue of copywriting or even if you're a seasoned copywriter, uh, you're pretty good at it. Um, it's, it's a documentation process. I mean, and it gives you a framework to document it. 
And uh, that's it for today, guys. Don't forget booksmind.com. Thank you, Urfa. Thank you very Bye. much for your time. <laughs> See you next time. See you.